<laughs> that mixtape. So Twin Moon. Twin Moon Road. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. Here ready when you guys go. are. Welcome, Welcome everybody <laughs> to another episode. <laughs> Redo. That's how we're gonna start. <laughs> ready, 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 ready. You okay? You okay over there? It's it's starting to become not the most comfortable chair, but you want to trade chairs? Nah, I got it. It's good. No. He's talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, oh, wait, wait, I have something for him Boom, you get shot down Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast Concentrating on the news That's what we do Wow <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong with like, I put a phone on you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales podcast. I am your host, Moses Soria. With me to my left, as always, my brother Josh. Yo. And standing or sitting in front of me. <sighs> Fuck, I don't want to stand for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in front of me, obviously, apparently throwing gang signs, is Achi. Spit the truth. And if you guys are listening to this episode, that means it is Halloween. So happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> so, we <laughs> so we decided this episode, we're just going to be talking about the haunted shit, haunted. whether it's roads or people or items or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, I see you. yeah. So we're just going to be talking about all creepy things, you know, just to celebrate everyone's fucking favorite holiday. Yay! Is Yay! this? <laughs> is this everybody's? Well, second favorite. Which was first? Well, the other was Muertos because I was born on that day. Okay. So, okay. Oh, okay. Your birthday doesn't count as a fucking holiday. It, well, it just like, <laughs> just so happened it does. Just so happened it does. Yeah. Well, it was when I was a kid. You right. Know? You, don't, you don't see like all the decorations like how it used to be and people yeah. going out because the whole epidemic with razors happening in apples and all this shit. I was reading an article about that. Oh. Uh, about like. Was it a spook? No, 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 no. So troll? Was it a I was, spoof? I was reading an article oh, about, spoof? you know, people saying, like, people are age, oh, it's not, like, Halloween's not like what it used to be. Uh-huh. And the article, I forgot where the fuck it was, where I was reading it from, but it said, no, the reason it's like that is because... It's you! No, it's because it's it skips a few generations. Because remember, we are the generation of kids, right? Uh-huh. So, with, I don't know how they did the math, but they're saying, like, we remember oh. it. As like how you like we remember it, and like people have kids or whatever, they usually have two or three kids. So it's usually our generations that you know that have that have like a good Halloween. And there's like a few three four generation gaps when new people start moving into the into the city, or people start uh, moving out, or it's us that are having children. Uh-huh. So there's like a few gaps where it's like there's no Halloween, there's no kids. But eventually it's gonna start coming around. Which remember a few years ago it was kind of dead. Last year it was it it was actually uh it was pretty, pretty packed yeah pretty packed yeah so it's starting to really? come yeah yeah. So it's starting to come back. So like, you know, it has its waves. It goes and comes back. No, but here in the hood or talking about outside? No, here, 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 here in the hood. I know a lot of kids go out to like hills and shit. Yeah, they go to good candy, the good friend. Yeah. All right. So we decided to do this episode for you guys to enjoy you guys' Halloween episode. Obviously, this episode came out on Halloween. Hey. So one of the first things I wanted to talk about was about the Debu box. I mentioned it to these guys. They had no idea what the hell I was talking about. The what? Sounds like Pandora's box. So the Debu box. So a Debu box, you know, that is a wine cabinet, which, according to Jewish folklore, 
is said to be haunted by a restless, evil spirit that is capable of haunting and possessing the living. One particular Debu box became famous when it was listed on eBay along with a terrifying backstory. So the story began in September of 2001 when an antique buyer and refinisher attended an estate sale in Portland, Oregon. The auction was held to sell off the belongings of a 103-year-old woman and her granddaughter informed the antique dealer of the woman's past when she noticed that he had purchased the simple wooden wine cabinet. <clears throat> the old woman had been Jewish and she was the only one of her family members to have survived their time in an Nazi concentration camp during World War II, so she was a survivor. When she immigrated to the United States after escaping to Paris, the wine cabinet and two other items were the only things she brought with her. The woman's granddaughter explained that her grandmother, grandmother had always kept the box hidden away and said that it should never, ever, ever be opened because it contained a malicious spirit called a Debu. She requested that the box be buried with her. This is the grandmother. She requested the box be buried with her. But since doing so went against Jewish tradition, her family did not oblige. So when the antique dealer asked the granddaughter if she would like to keep the box for sentimental reasons, the woman vehemently refused, becoming very upset, saying like, nope, 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 nope. No, no, we made a deal. You have to take it. You have to take it. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. You have to take it. So the dealer was kind of like, okay, well, fuck, all right, I'll take it. So dealer, you know, he took his purchase back to his shop and placed it in his workshop in the basement. And literally, immediately, strange and frightening things started happening. He was called by one of his frantic shop assistants who said that the lights had gone out, the doors to security gates had locked, and she heard terrible sounds coming from the basement. When he investigated, he discovered a terrible odor of like cat urine lingering in the air and like every light bulb in the basement had been smashed. Of cat what? Cat piss, cat urine. Oh. So it smelled like cat urine. Yeah. So the dealer's like, all right, fuck this. And he gave the wine box to his mother as a gift. And the woman immediately suffered a major stroke. And in the hospital, she spelled out H-A-T-E-G-I-F-T. She spelled out hate gift. She hated the gift because she knew the it's gift the, the gift is the reason why she had the stroke. The and fuck you, man. And she spelled hate gift as tears spilled from her eyes uncontrollably. You know, so he attempted to give the gift to several more people, but it was always returned to him within a few days, usually because people just didn't like it or because they felt that something about it was evil. He began suffering from a recurring nightmare, and he later found out that all of his family members who had been around the box were having the exact same dream. No. So he started seeing shadow figures during a during, like darting around in his peripheral vision as well. So, you know, obviously that's what shadow figures are. You just see them in the corner of your eyes. But he started seeing them a lot more frequently ever since he got this Debu box. So after finally admitting that there was something paranormal happening, he went online to research and fell asleep at his computer. When he woke up, he felt like something was breathing on his neck. And when he turned his head, he saw a huge... He said huge shadow figure dashing away from him down the hall. He then said, fuck it, fuck this, and listed the item on eBay with a detailed account of what happened to him since obtaining the box. Eventually, someone collected body and he put it in one of those like weird his like weird museums, haunted museums, like the one where the animal doll was located uh -huh. in. Mm -hmm. That box is literally one of those museums. But that is the Debu box. This dude bought it from an old Jewish lady who kept it, who was like 
nah, bury it with me because there's something evil in it. And uh-huh. the family's like, Because of Jewish nah. tradition, they're like, nah. Yeah. Nah. But now, question, because you said, you mentioned that this is one of the many Devo boxes? So yeah. there's others? Yeah, there's, there's a lot. But it's basically the same thing. Where it's just is like it just a cursed box or what is it? Well, that's, that's the thing I was reading. Like, I, w- I was like, all right, is it just like, if it, it's... If it's more than one Debu box that is being haunted, does that mean the box is made to capture spirits? Or is it for whatever reason like a spirit, like attraction for spirits? Attraction for spirits. Uh-huh. And if it's like the first, like, all right, we make it and spirits appear in it, why the fuck are you gonna keep making it? But it, it's just like just uh, it's just for whatever reason, it's just that's just a hotbed of like evil spirits to just get locked in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it this one was kept in a wine cellar. Yeah, this one. This okay. p- this partic this particular one was. Okay. I was thinking, man, wine cellar was cursed. Fuck that. I hate <laughs> wine anyways. <laughs> man, well that's crazy. Debu yeah. box. Debu box. And if you guys want to read more about it or want to look up more into it, it's called. It's spelled D I B B U K box. <clears throat> Just to clarify, after he put it in the basement, whatever. And that shit happened. He was like, fuck this. Let me give it to my, my mom. mom. That's what that's, that's what he's, that's literally what Did happened. Did he hate his mom? Apparently, I, I, apparently he mom had to, it, right? No. I put a spell on you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> his mom, yeah, that's true. His mom, well, after that, she certainly hates him. Yeah. Fuck that, I mean, man. I wouldn't give yeah, it but to that's, my mom. But yeah, but that's yeah. literally his first thought. I was like, oh, you know what? This is kind of fucked yeah. up. Uh, let me see if my mom wants it. Shit's getting no, weird. Let me give it to my mom. Let's try it someone else now because my mom had a stroke. Hey, you take the box. Yeah. But isn't that kind of like a red that's flag? Crazy. If I you go buy. Enough, no, but even before that, you go buy something, right? You're like, oh, it's, it looks pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. The lady who's selling is like, oh, this belongs to my grandmother. She said this piece of shit's haunted. She wanted it buried, but we decided not to. The dude's like, all right, well, you keep it. And then she's like, no, 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 no. You already took it. It's yours. Fuck you. Take it. Take it. Take it. I want to take it. I want to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Keep the money. Keep the box. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean he was probably skeptical about things. He didn't believe things. It's always like that, that guy, though. Right? It's always that yeah, guy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's always that guy. Like, yeah. I, have you ever guys... What was that? Dead or... No, not Dead or Alive. The, the, the Which f- one? The one that they ma- did a remake of. Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. With the freaking book. Or the whatever. Yeah, with the Necromonicon. Yeah. And then that, the guy who's like... Eh, this is all false rumors or whatever. Yeah. It opens up the book and then shit. It's shit always it's always that guy. Fuck those guys. That's that's why we're not we don't have those friends, right? Or is that one of you? No, I think that's you. Hey, me. That's you. I'll be the price. I'll be like, no, it looks ugly. Fuck that. So far, like, if someone had to be it, just out of like, not I don't want to say necessity, but out of like habit, I'm, I'm probably that guy because that actually happened to us once in the backyard. Oh, with uh, with our washing machine. What happened to with the string? Uh, the Debu washer. No, well, I mean, at the <laughs> end of the at the washer. end of the episode, we're gonna be sharing our own personal ghost stories. So fuck it, I'll just share that one at the end. For sure, for sure. Uh, dude, so, I totally forgot about that. That show was scary. And there was more than what there was. What like six of us? Like six. Who witnessed the whole thing? Yeah. Well, like he said, we'll Ooh, get to it towards the end of the episode. Yeah, dude, so, it's pretty spooky. We got haunted items, and now we got haunted locations. So. <gasps> Me, I'm I'm a big fan of hiking. I love hiking. That's like my my home away from home and like getting away from my job, getting away from everything, just enjoying nature, enjoying getting away from Smog City, even though it's still in Smog City in LA. <laughs> but anyways, one of the the prime locations that has these occurrences, and we all well, you've been there. Yeah. Chewie has taken me there. This place is called 
Murphy Ranch. It's over in Pacific Palisades. Dude, every, every time we get there, there's a bunch of these freaking huge houses. And there's this house right at the entrance where it's like made out of concrete or whatever. Looks nice as fuck. Uh, that's the place we went last time, right? No, that was a haunted forest. That's in the list too. Mm, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But Carry on. So, Murphy Ranch. So during my, like I said, during my off time, I like to look up hiking areas and this one came up. And, uh, but dude, this place has to be one of the creepiest hikes I've ever been. One time I decided to go to this as a hike for myself over there and I have never been so fucking paranoid in my life. So, well, when you start off and you go into Murphy Ranch, you walk up and down this long stretch of road winding up and around the mountains of Pacific Palisades and it takes about like 30 minutes before you even start the actual hike in the little area. It's just open road. So it's a pre-hike? It's a pre-hike for the hike. So you have to hike. You got to hike before you hike. See, that's why I stay indoors. That's why I stay indoors. But it's dope as fuck. It is dope as fuck. And I'll tell you So is Wi-Fi and air conditioning. And air conditioning. But nature. But anyways. So there's a lot. There's a lot of graffiti artists that like to tag up these places. And so you see these large, beautiful art murals are sprayed on. Old water towers, old collapsing barns, staircases, and but surrounding these areas are all these creepy ass fucking trees that are engulf the trails and have kind of this humanoid figure in nature since they look like they're surrounding the hikers and you're about to get caught into a gang or something. Like these <laughs> trees hang over you and it looks like they're about to grab you or something and freaking kick your ass or whatever. <laughs> Seriously, like that's the creepiest part about this because. Once you get to that little area where you actually start hiking, you have to go down these stairs. These stairs are bitch and a half. Whoever invented these wow. stairs, fuck you. Because they're tiny and they're short. So I have big ass feet. Wait, I think I've been to Murphy's Ranch. That's where you set up the rings, right? Didn't, I, didn't I just say you've gone? No, you were talking about the other place. No, the one that you were mentioning. That That's Haunted Forest. Unless you, you're talking about Murphy Ranch. Yeah. The ones with the rings. Yeah. Yeah. That okay, that's when we found this uh, this one dude walking by himself to the fucking, that ranch area. Yeah. He went to go up there and eat uh, and shit. Okay, uh, okay. That dude. That okay. Dude, that dude. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, we're people there. But anyways, every time I made a quick turn around the bend of the trail, I kept on hearing voices. But, you know, I made the turn. I didn't see the, one, the, the people walking across. So I kept on hearing voices back and forth. But, like, it was in areas where the trail wasn't there. It was, like, out. Further out, outside, yeah. it was fucking creepy as fuck. But to be honest with you, I got more scared when I would walk around and there was these there were silent hikers that would pass by without hearing the sound of their back shuffling, the footsteps, or the voices. Like they're just quiet. Like they're just enjoying nature and they're just like I'm walking. Next thing you know, you see a person. I'm just like fuck. <laughs> they're like good morning. I'm like fuck you. Good morning. But anyways, so here's the creepy part though. In the 1930s, this place was headquarters to a Nazi group. And it was stationed there in order to provide supplies in case the U.S. fell under the Third Reich. Fortunately enough, though, the rain fell short when the U.S. Army blew up the operation and U.S. authorities took over that land. But they're saying that, you know, that, that area, that giant house, that's it's made out of concrete, it's closed mm -hmm. in now. I don't know if when you went, it was open or it was closed in. Because I know when Chewie and I went there, we were able to go inside the building. Yeah. Was it closed in or was it open? It was open. Yeah. It's open. In that little area, you know how there's a big wa water tower, tower in the back? Mm -hmm. That whole area used to be the Nazi station. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. And it, it looks industrious. Fuck, dude. Like, let me see. Nah. Oh, yeah. The freaking Wi-Fi is bad. 
but I'll show you guys a picture of of me hanging through this area. It looks like a inside the building. There's like this catwalk area. We'll post it on our Instagram yeah. at the Weird History Eerie Tales Pod. Yeah, it looks sick as fuck. But yeah, that was Murphy Ranch. It was home of all these Nazis. And then there's just been encounters of you know hearing people around. They're seeing no one in sight and hearing footsteps and all that good stuff. Nice. But that seems to be. Uh, a common theme with all the places that I'll be talking about. But yeah, that's Murphy Ranch over <coughs> Pacific Palisades. Check it out. If you want an insane hike and you want to work out your calves and freaking hear spooky shit, and get place spooked. To go to. Yep. Go, go to Murphy's Ranch. And I, I, I couldn't find who Murphy was, though. Hmm. Couldn't find who Murphy is. Why is it called Murphy's Ranch? It's a mystery to be solved. Yeah, this is the only place I couldn't find like information behind Murphy Ranch. Behind the name? Yeah. The Murphy's Ranch. Yeah, man. Okay. Dope. So. Sick dope. We all heard about Annabelle, right? The spooky haunted doll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to talk about her, but <laughs> I am going to talk about another haunted doll. And this doll is named Robert. The haunted doll. The doll. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the story I'm about to tell you. Okay. Yay! Well. <laughs> In the late 1800s, Thomas Otto and his family moved into a mansion-like house located at the corner of Eden and Simonton Street in Key West, Florida. The story of Robert began when the Otto family fired a maid who, according to the wife of Thomas, saw her playing with or doing black magic. Now, this maid was in charge of taking care of their son, known as Robert Jean now, before leaving the maid, she gave little Robert a lifelike doll. Now, the features of this doll is as follows. This doll is three feet tall, has button for eyes, and human hair, which is believed to be Robert's actual real hair. He had human hair? Human hair. And it was filled with straw. Robert named the doll after his own name. Robert became obsessed with this doll, taking it everywhere he goes. The doll had his own seat at the dinner table and would actually be tucked in with him bed at night. Now, this sounds like a pure friendship between a boy and his doll. Now, this is where it gets strange. Soon enough, this innocent relationship between a boy and his toy took a weird turn. Robert no longer wanted to be referred as Robert. He wanted to be called Gene by his middle name. The reason why he wanted to be known as Gene now was because the name Robert was not his. It was actually his dolls now. When Gene was alone in his room, he would he would have conversations with Robert. And Gene's mother would often hear overhear this conversation. But the weird part was that Gene would talk to Robert with a childlike voice of his and would be followed by a response from a deeper, lower voice so the mom would hear the so, fucking so dog respond yeah so, so the, the doll was the low sound yeah so she would uh, again hear not listen to what they're saying but she would hear a conversation Jean talking to the doll and the jaw and according the the doll would respond with the deeper voice again gene was a kid yeah so to make such a low voice as a kid is kind of hard to do and even if you did that's still fucking creepy Exactly. Hey, give me milk. No, fuck you. The servants and Jean's mother would worry about him. He appeared to be troubled and nervous. Jean would sometimes be found in the corner of his room, crouched down in fear, 
while Robert sat still in a chair staring and glaring at Jane. So the mom will walk in the room and will find Jane in the corner, scared out of his mind while the doll was facing him directly, just glaring at Jane. The fuck? He, he put Jane in the corner? <laughs> yeah, time out, bro. You're nice to me. Now, to make this story a little bit more creepy, Gene's toy will be found dismembered all around his room. He will take the blame, but he will insist Robert was to blame for it. Oh, I was going to say, him. did he dismember it himself? Or what the fuck? No, just, just so, the other toys. Not, oh, okay. not the doll himself, but uh-huh. toys would just be destroyed, and he will blame that. It was Robert that did it. It, was, it wasn't me. It was Robert. Imagine Although being the mom, you're like, what the fuck? Your yeah. name is Robert. This is fucking Toy Story After Dark. Mm-hmm. Inspired by? Now, workers will come and go for that apparent reason. The environment felt like it was cursed by Robert the doll. Now, Jean's great aunt told his mother to end this companionship between her son and his doll. The doll was sealed, up, um, was sealed and moved to the attic where Robert resided for years. Now, Later, uh, years later, during uh, Gene's adulthood, his father passed away and willed that mansion to him. So he moved back into his Victorian old childhood home mansion with his new wife. Gene rekindled his, his relationship with his old friend Robert. He went up to the attic, found Robert, dusted him off, and began his old relationship with him. Now, despite his wife's pleasure, he began to take Robert along with them everywhere. Robert would sit in his favorite chair while they were sleeping. So every night he'll place them in that same chair where Robert would be staring at Gene in the corner and let him watch while they slept the night. Fuck yeah, with the camera there? Yeah. Paranormal activity. This is fucking, this is Ted 3. Yeah, it, <laughs> it gets creepier. Eventually, Gene's wife moved Robert back to the attic. After so, their marriage slowly started to decay. There are rumors that Jean's wife went insane and died of unknown reasons. Sooner, Jean followed. So after the death of of these two, um, Robert was still there in the attic. Yeah. When new homeowners will move into this place, they'll find Robert. And they'll put him down, whatever, blah, 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 around the house. And then they'll, like, feel the same, like, dark feeling gene. Like an easing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a haunting. And so they move him back to the attic. And every time they put him back to the attic, that's where shit hits the fan. That's when they found objects tossed around, et cetera, et cetera. And after that, the homeowners will just flee and move out of the house. Uh, there are rumors that Robert will attack people and actually lock people in the attic with him from time to time. Those oh, were stories from some of the, yeah. Um, so later on, Robert was moved to the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Now, it is said you could take a picture with Robert the Haunted Doll, but you need his consent. I know, weird, right? So in order to know you got his consent, he will kind of twitch his head sideways at saying, go ahead. Do you have my consent? Take a picture. So if he but, poses, that yeah, means... exactly. If he poses, then go ahead. You're free to take a picture. But if you don't and you ignore it, 
and you still take the picture, it is said that you will be cursed by Robert. You know what this reminds me of? Remember the episode on Smash Folktales? Yeah. Your person? Which one? The one with the the bones. Oh, the fucking um, El Silbon. El Silbon. Like, where the Silbon, if you hear him whistle from far away, that means he's actually going to kill you. Versus... If he he hears you close. Yeah. If you hear him close, that means he's far away. away. You would think that if the doll moves... You'd be like, oh no, fuck no, never mind, fuck that. But if the doll moves, he's like, all right, it's cool. Yeah. Nice. Damn, fuck you. Yeah, that's what makes it a lot more creepier. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that if he interacts with you, that means right? like, you're good. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're good. Fuck. Man. Well, for, I remember hearing something about the, the lady who actually gave the doll to, well, now before Robert, before he changed his name, that she used to be like some kind of voodoo person like she she practiced voodoo and, and yeah. kind of yeah, that's why the maid she she, yeah. she practiced uh, yeah yeah because remember uh yeah. the mom said that she fired the maid right mm-hmm. because she saw the maid doing practicing practicing black, black magic that's black why magic. and so before yeah. she left she gave him the doll. she gave him the doll yeah. as a kid and yeah. fuck with him the entire time yeah how would you feel if you're that wife though what that, like you just see your husband like oh, it's just my doll i play used to play with it when i was little like oh that's cute, but then you see the, him doing yeah. If he it takes everywhere, them everywhere and then puts sitting it in bed. on on the stool or the chair to look at you or at night and stuff. I mean, I'd find it I'd find it weird, but if it's not bugging me, if it's not like physically bothering me or fit, like what, what the fuck do I give a shit for? Like it's not literally nothing. It's literally not affecting me any way possible. Why would well, I care? But how would you feel? I mean, like, I, you you take she, they take the doll everywhere you guys go. You're about to fuck, and you know the story behind it too. Oh, so the so the wife knew the story. Well, I'm assuming she did. Nah, I doubt it. I doubt it. I feel you like think he. I feel he, like once he, he he went rekindled back to the doll and and everything and doing all that stuff. Robert's like, shut the fuck up, you're so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> shut the fuck up, money. Remember, was this at again? Uh, this was uh in uh, Florida, uh, Florida, Florida. Yeah. yeah. So this started in the late 1800s. All right. So you just heard Robert the doll in Florida. Now, well, one last thing before we up? segue, wasn't wasn't Chucky inspired by this Robert the Doll? I don't mm. know if Chucky was, because remember Chucky's origin is like this dude serial killer, serial killer. Uh, well, I don't know if he was a serial. It's been yeah. fucking forever since. I don't know if he was a serial killer or if he was just like a thief that went inside the store and he knew he was dying or he was getting caught or some. Sh- I forgot what the fuck it was, but it was like a dude's spirit went inside of that specific Chucky doll. That's all it was. But it was actually a Chucky doll? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like there was actually like a series of dolls in the movie called Chucky. And he was in a toy store. Or he was somewhere where he walked in. And I don't know if he, he was dying and he's like, fucking him do some voodoo so my spirit stays in there or some shit happened. Mm-hmm. I, forgot, I forgot what the fuck the origin story was, but it was just like literally this thief put his soul inside this specific Chucky doll. Uh-huh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was the origin, like uh, not the origin, but if that was like inspired by inspired by yeah. that and like the animal dolls and like all these other fucking figures and haunted dolls. I fucking hate those dolls, man. The porcelain dolls. <laughs> those are the worst. Those. Yeah. My my, what is it? My tia used to have them in her garage. There was, I mean, can I talk about the story? Go for it. My tia used to have one in the garage, and at the time, my cousin Esther was dating some dude. Some tall dude. And he would freaking do like the paper. Como se llama? 
Ouija board? The pa- like a paper version of the Ouija board. And we were, they were fucking playing it because I was like, that ah, shit doesn't work. It's fucking paper. And then they had my tia in the garage. She had those porcelain dolls. And then homeboy got super scared. She's like, oh, shit, the dolls are moving. Fucking book that left me there in the garage. <laughs> and then I turned around. And then I remember seeing the dolls with their heads turned like this, looking straight Yell at where too. Yeah. Y'all float too. Yeah, fuck. I fucking booked it too. I'm like, fuck you for leaving me here, stupid. <laughs> yeah, that relationship ended very fast after that. I wonder why. <laughs> I should deteriorate it. <laughs> Alright, so now I want to take us all the way to Denmark. Specifically to a cat to a castle called the Drag's Home Castle. Alright, so there are fewer castles more beautiful than the Drag's Home Castle in Denmark. And fewer still are those where the residents include those from a parallel universe. In the mid-16th century, the castle, you know, the Dragstone Castle, was converted into a prison by the Danish crown. The captives included some high-profile figures, including former owner of Dragstone, uh, the owner of the fucking prison himself, Joaquin Ren- uh, Ronald, and the Earl Bothwell Brockenhuis who was also Mary Queen of Scots' third husband. This fact alone is enough to make visitors feel slightly queasy. However, it gets a little bit stranger. There have been numerous reports of sightings of three very eerie ghosts in the castle. The spirit of a woman, obviously wearing a white dress, is often seen lurking on the grounds. The white lady, as she is called, was of noble lineage. She did the unimaginable and had an affair with a servant. This did not bode well with her father, the owner of the castle. He had her thrown into the castle dungeons. And for hundreds of years, her restless ghost has been spotted roaming the castle. Freakier still is the fact that in 1900, when evacuations took place and around the castle, a female skeleton was found where the dungeons must have been, wearing a white dress. Part of the splendor of living in a castle was having servants at your beck and call. It is said that these servants were extremely loyal to their owners. One maid grew up serving her master at Dragholm. It is said her ghost roams around the castle to this day to make sure that everything is running like clockwork. There is one spirit that has somewhat of a celebrity status in the, in the castle. The Earl of Bothwell, Ezra Brockenhuis, is the castle's most famous ghost. But do not be alarmed if you were to hear the sound of horses hooving, clapping on the ground clapping on the ground even though he has been spotted riding into the castle grounds inside his horse carriage Wait, he going in the castle he's going horse? in the castle inside he's a ghost on top a ghost riding a ghost horse carriage. and a ghost carriage carrying a ghost carriage you can see him going into this castle no fucks no fucks. zero yeah but this castle is fucking it's literally a castle turned into a prison, and it looks weird. It, it, so, is it currently a functional prison, or it was at the time? I think it was at the time. Gotcha. No, no, no. It was a castle, and then converted into a prison. Gotcha. Yeah. Damn. Is it open to the public? Yeah. It's like a touristy spot. Uh, uh, is it in Denmark? It's in Denmark. Yes. You know where we going to summer vacation? I'm not Denmark. <laughs> I going to a fucking castle. It's fucking dope. That or the freaking the castle with Satan. Oh, the Hauska Castle? Hell yeah. I want to visit fucking Gilderay's Castle. Hauska Castle? 
the one with where they put down prisoners and they would come back. Remember in All Things Saint episode, the castle I, the castle that was built around the whole. Oh, the okay, okay, yeah. That'd be a cool yeah. one to see too. Right. That one. I want to see the 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 Stroker Castle, the castle that inspired Bram Stroker to write about Dracula. Like that's actually like a real castle. Speaking of places to go to, well, first of all, shout out to my girlfriend because this is actually the, the first place we actually had our date on, and it was the Haunted Forest in Altadena. Yeah, it's my, my type of date, going to Haunted Forest. Yeah, fuck it. My first time, my kind of first date, the ones where it could end up being the last kind of, the last <laughs> date. <laughs> but, I mean, I told her about it. I, I've never been there. She hasn't been there. So I'm like, fuck, let's go here. And so I said, this Haunted Forest is... Technically called the Cobb Estate because it used to be owned by, um, what's his name? Charles H. Cobb, who was his freaking millionaire and he had his mansion there and all this stuff. And so first look at the Haunted Forest. First of all, this, this freaking place has seen better days because everything is in ruins. And so when Charles H. Cobb owned it, the land was amongst, of course, the giant mansion. And it, it was surrounding this beautiful, you know, entrance that as you guys walk in, there's a giant metal entrance. And it looks really awesome. But however, soon after th- his death, the next owners left it dilapidated. The area was soon abandoned and became home to many gang members and teen delinquents who just trashed the estates. Okay, It was owned by many other owners and eventually it got abandoned and became the, the hub or the hangout for like teen delinquents to just do whatever the hell they wanted. But eventually though, this land went up for auction in 1971. It was purchased by a parks conservation group who changed the plan from turning this place into a cemetery and making it into this park for people to go out and have the trail and stuff. But this is a weird thing. The property was purchased by the John Muir High School Conversa- Conservation Club. So a club in high school purchased this land for $175,000. That's it? High school club, bruh club they don't even let me have that much money with my freaking program i don't know how these people had that money but anyways as i mentioned before the entrance is these giant metal gates that look like you're about to enter freaking satan's realm or something and as you keep walking you start finding formations of the old buildings that used to be there that have either been burned or torn down or just dilapidated and it's been rumored that these areas have been a common place for satanic rituals to happen as well as KKK gatherings. Okay. As soon as, I mean, my soon to be girlfriend and I walked around these trails and we heard rustlings of the set of like these rustling sounds, but probably have been like wildlife there and whatnot. But many people have said to have ghostly encounters with the sounds of voices and footsteps following them through as they walk through the trails. So Josh and I actually came over here and, and hiked in. We went all the way to the top. And what do we see in the top area? It's like... <coughs> just like this fucking open... It's like the foundation of, of these buildings. Because what was it? It was a... It turned... It was many things. First, it was like a casino or something like that. And then freaking... For some reason, that place loves fires. That whole... That whole place has been burned down many times. And so this place used to be a casino. And then, <laughs> they, and then they, they burned it down. And they turned it back into some kind of railway thing where they could like move things in and out from there to the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. And then it turned into some kind of like, I don't know, it was like a country club or something like that. 
Because there's people, they showed pictures of the place, and those people dressed in like. Also, probably was like a, they like probably dresses, did turn it into a country club, yeah, or something like that, like dresses and tall suits and whatnot. Yeah, but it was cool. But like, it was every time that place got burned down, every single time, every single time that place got burned down. You know the insurances are like, what the fuck? This is the fifth time this building is fucking burned down. Hey, you know what happens one more time? We cut you off. That's it. No more. <laughs> I swear to God, one more arson, <laughs> <laughs> one more arson, and I quit. But I mean, it's dope. It's a cool place to hike. But I mean, it's very similar. It's very similar to Murphy Ranch, except it's a lot more open. It's a lot more open. And you you still see those trees in the same formations, all creepy and shit. But. I mean, you can see across left and right. It's not like fully engulfed. But yeah, it's a haunted forest in Altadena, right next to Pasadena. They were very, uh, you know, what's that word? Cre- creative with their names. Altadena and Pasadena. You know what I just found out, too? I don't know if it's true or not. But someone told me. I forgot who the fuck told me. Was it you that told me? Probably. That the 210 <laughs> was built to separate the rich people from the poor people? No, it wasn't me. It was you, no? No. I forgot. Somebody told me. The 210? Yeah, yeah. the 210. Uh, what's 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 north of the 210? Uh, is that Azusa? What is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Azusa. Like it's the like San Bernardino area? Yeah, like, liter- like the people s- south of the 210, like by the Santa Fe Dam, like uh-huh. requested for, some, for the freeway to be built so you can separate the rich people from the fucking poor people. I feel what? like that's like Santa Clarita area. Like yeah, the, the whole I area just found out. I was like, holy shit. And I forgot what we were doing, where we were coming from. I don't know who the fuck I was with. And then as you're driving, that's north, south, that is west. When uh-huh. you're driving west on the 210 from the, well, when you come from the 15 to the 605, uh-huh. that whole stretch, when you're driving, you kind of notice it because to your left is all these green, like, beautiful scenery you can see the houses and then on the right outside of the freeway you see smoke and warehouses and apartment buildings i was like fuck maybe this shit is true is that whittier area like no six, no that's 605 that's 605 but i'm thinking i'm talking about 210 oh okay the 210 freeway so you have uh-huh. to pass the 16 and the uh-huh. 10 and then it's the 210 uh-huh. up there that freeway was built to separate the rich from the poor people i mean i wouldn't doubt it there's a bunch of nice houses over there. Yeah, and that, 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 and that just reminded me, too, because I remember for the longest, I always thought, damn, Altadena sounds like a rich area. Then when you go to Altadena, you're like, oh, no, I was wrong. It's not a rich area. <laughs> like, oh, no, it just, looks, it just looks exactly like my town. <laughs> it's just further up. It's just closer to the rich area. But, I mean, the places right, right around the uh, haunted forest, all those are a bunch of rich houses. All of them, like everywhere around it. Like, there's no wonder why people are like, yeah, don't make this into a cemetery, please. Yeah. So that's why. Maybe... I mean, freaking high school club buying out the land for one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. I know Dude, that's a lot of money. How the fuck does a club? I don't get a hundred. Achi's over here. Achi's over here telling us he's struggling to, to get, get his club to get like shirts for his like class, and these people are buying fucking land. land. <laughs> you gotta switch districts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no you doubt. You have to switch. No doubt. You have no doubt to switch. So, you talked about hiking spot. That's haunted. Yes. Now we'll talk about a haunted road. Now this road is located in Hong Kong and it's known as a twin moon road. Now this freeway is known to be very, very congested, small fucking freeway. Okay? The road. 
and local folklore says that it's a that, that it's haunted by ghosts of those who have been killed while traveling on it and it's known as one of the top 18's most haunted roads in the world okay so this road it's 12 miles long okay it's made out of asphalt mm-hmm. okay and, and it was built in the 1977 while Britain was still governed governing Hong Kong again according to the local folklore the ghosts appear in the middle of the traffic sending cars swerving out the way and causing accidents now rumors say that supposedly the ghosts previous to the car crash will will be uh will be the next i guess ghost to scare people so it's just like a domino effect so if you die by it then you are the next ghost to they, scare or to appear in this road they fuck with me i fuck with you yeah yeah Damn. essentially which is kind of fucked up okay um since 1978, there have been hundreds of accidents, and many of them with fatal consequences. This is one of the first highways in the country, and many of the crashes are caused by the use of bad materials in the construction and the geography of the zone, which forced to be built to to build these narrow, congested lanes. Now, in 2003, a bus had a crash, uh, had a crash, and more than 21 people were killed. In that fatal accident. 21? 21. 21. Okay. Now, some people say that these spirits, these 21 spirits, still haunt that place. So, while driving there, you'll, like, out of the blue, you'll see these just random, I guess, spirits, ghosts that just pop up middle of the fucking road, and then bam. Now, if you swerve and you crash, and if you die, then you become part of this, 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 this lingo, this... This ghost of the lineage. Yeah. And you become part of it too. Again, this is known as a twin moon road located in Hong Kong. I picture this being a road where it's misty as shit and you can't see more than like 10 feet ahead of you. No, no, no. It's, it's fucking... It's clear as it's day? It's clear as day. It's just I was, it's so narrow. And I was peop- picturing the same thing. Yeah, yeah I was the same like... Thing. La, la, la. Oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, fuck what would you do? You see a ghost in front of you. You don't think it's a ghost. But, like, you take your chance and you're like, fuck it, I'm ramming. Well, look, if somebody told me this road is haunted and you see motherfuckers just appearing nowhere, fuck it. <laughs> if, they, if they appears, I'm going straight, regardless. <laughs> you're driving, you're like, ghost or not, why would you be in the middle of the road? Yeah, dude, that's that's my thing. Like, I, I'm sorry, fuck but it. if I'm going 60 and I see a yeah. person on the road, you should have known better. No. <laughs> No, but that's the you worst sh- part. You should have known better. I ain't like, swerving. No, but the worst part is, is again, these these roads are fucking narrow, but people are still driving fast in these narrow fucking roads, dude. So is it like a highway, like one you and know, then one in, one out? Or yeah. Picture, what you got? Here. Look, you see a picture of this. Was yeah. it like a one-lane highway? It looks like it's two lanes. It looks like a two-lane highway. And like wherever... Yeah, it looks like a two-lane highway. Yeah, I can see or it from three. the reflection of your glasses. I mean, if you're driving, also you see a person pop out of nowhere. I'm flooring it. Yeah, sucks to be you, nerd. Yeah, we already died once. You better hope you don't die again. <laughs> what if you hitchhikes in your car? Yeah, and again, there's there's more roads similar to this. And if you want to know more about haunted roads, you can visit dangerousroads.org. This is where I got my information about the Twin Moon Road located in Hong Kong. 
That's a, that's a very convenient website. Like that yeah. website's not bullshitting you about what it's about. Yeah. It's like hauntedroads.org. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Plain and simple. You want the answers? We got these. So if you want to swerve and want to swerve <laughs> and you dive, want, and you want to test your drifting <laughs> skills? That's the place to go. Yeah, pretty much. I've never been one to be fascinated or be intrigued by prisons. For whatever reason, I don't know why. I've never been. Like something I mean, about prisons just doesn't like. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, no, I mean, why I, would you be? No, but I mean, like, not even in terms of like, obviously not going there, but of like, you know how people are like, oh, prisons are, how some people are like, like serial killers, like, oh, I'm a fan of serial killers, like, you know, how some people have like weird, I don't want to say weird, but like, a fascination with things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know people who like, I used to work. Obviously, when you work warehouse jobs, you work with a lot of weird ass people. There was serial this killers. dude, yeah, <laughs> but there was this dude who, who's really into like old buildings, like that was his thing, like. It was cool about That's it. Cool. Architecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know people who like the fact that they're like old prisons because they're like, damn, it's like a bunch of different, you know, like generations of like people going in and out. Oh. Just like it. I've never been a, a big fan of prisons, but there's been one that's always, always intrigued me. Dun, dun, dun. And this is Alcatraz. Yeah. That's this is Alcatraz. I don't know what it is about Alcatraz. I don't know if it's just well, because. It's isolated in, in the middle of. That's what I was thinking, or maybe it was just you know I'm a fan of Harry Potter and it's, you know Azkaban, Alcatraz. Uh, I don't it, know if it's is that what inspired it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. So that's what this next segment is about: the ghost stories of Alcatraz. And one of the areas of the prison, you know, most often claimed is most active with paranormal activity, is a utility corridor where inmate where inmates Coy, Kretzer, and Hubert were pummeled. With bullets after a failed prison escape. So they tried to escape. And they were just fucking riddled with bullets. And in 1976, this was in the same area that a night security guard reported hearing unexplained eerie clanging sounds coming from inside cell 14D. So a little more about this cell 14D. This was one of those whole cells. And it was believed to be very active with spirits. Visitors and employees, they've all reported feeling a raw coldness and have claimed that at times a sudden intensity encompasses the cell. So you walk in, you just feel like this intense energy inside it. Tales have been told of an event in the 1940s when a prisoner locked in this cell screamed throughout the night that a creature with glowing eyes was killing him. So throughout the whole night, he was screaming. That this creature with glowing red eyes was killing him. The next day, the guards found the man strangled to death in his cell. No one ever claimed responsibility for the convict's death. However, the next day, when doing head counts, the guards counted one too many prisoners. Some of the guards claimed to see the dead convict in line with the other inmates, but only for a second before he vanished. Oh. He vanished? So he just showed up for the head count? He just showed up, <laughs> he just showed up for the head count. Dude. And then there's another warden, Johnston. Other stories have circulated that the warden, that warden Johnston, nicknamed the Golden World Warden, also experienced, experienced a bizarre event while showing some of his guests around the prison. So according to the story, Johnson and his group heard someone sobbing from inside the prison walls, and then a cold wind whisked past the group, 
Johnston could never explain any reason for the occurrences. Now there's also a ghost stories about cell blocks A, B, and C. So visitors to the cell blocks A and B claim they have heard crying and moaning. A visiting psychic wrote that while in block C, he heard a disruptive spirit named Butcher. Prison records show that another inmate in block C murdered an Abby Maldowitz, a mob hitman known as Butcher. Oh. And then Alcatraz is known, is famous for a lot of different things, but one of the most famous things what it's known for is for Al Capone. And there's actually been sightings of the ghost of Al Capone. So Al Capone, who spent his last years at Alcatraz with his health in decline from untreated syphilis, took up playing the banjo with the prison band, fearing that he would be killed if he spent his recreational time in the prison yard. Capone received permission to spend recreation time practicing his banjo in the shower room. In recent years, a park ranger claimed he heard banjo music coming from the shower room. Not familiar with the history of Alcatraz, the ranger could not find a reason for the sound and documented the strange event. Other visitors and employees have reported hearing the same sound of a banjo coming from inside the prison walls. So to this day, people hear the, sounds of the, the, banjo? Sand of the sound of the banjo. banjo. What the fuck? I don't know if that would be scary or just weird. If you hear banjo music playing from like a haunted house. I mean, I'm, obviously there's some weird, creepy, eerie thing to it. But at like, the same time, it's like... I mean, knowing it's my, a banjo playing. <laughs> it's a banjo playing. It's a banjo playing. Knowing my musically inclined self, I'll be judging hard. He'll be like, "All right, this guy's completely out of tune. I don't know what he's playing. He's completely off. He's playing. He he playing like Don Yeah, I that that part about them being in what is it room what? That he was locked in. Oh, the cell fourteen D. Yeah, there's this movie that popped out on Netflix and my my girlfriend and I watched. It's called Last Shift. Dude, it's. It's like one of those like low-budget films about spoilers. This police guard who gets sent to this old police station that, you know, she can't... She Her job is to just station that police station, but it's abandoned, and she has no reason why they're having to do it, but they're having to do it to keep safe or whatever. And so one scene, again, spoilers alert, she goes into one of the rooms, one of the, the cell rooms, because there was some bum or something that was, like, pissing outside the police station. So brought him in, put him in the cell, and then you start hearing the, the, the bum, like, screaming, help, help. It's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Help. And all of a sudden, like, the lights flicker on and off. They turn off, and you don't hear the bum anymore. And they turn back on, and then you see this. Let me see if I show you the image. And the whole backstory is that there is these serial killers, like, kind of a cult. And how every time on that day... They like cause all these mischief, and whoever gets stuck in there gets like trapped, and like they they start freaking out, they start seeing things, and all that stuff. And that that part reminded me of this thing, scariest movie you guys want to watch. Going back to the location, so the the prime mecca for the strange and haunted occurrences is actually right around the corner in Griffith High, Griffith slash Griffith Observatory. So legend is, according to around 1863, a person by the name of Don Antonio Feliz own those lands where Griffith Park now sits. Before passing away, however, Don Antonio Feliz gave his lands to Don Antonio Coronel, who was at the time Mayor Coronel of Los Angeles County. 
Felice's blind niece, Doña Petronia, didn't like that he simply gave away his land to the mayor and left nothing to the family. So Petronia cursed the lands and all future owners of Griffith. Then, just as Petronia stated, future owners had a hard time keeping up with the land. Some encountered having their livestock diseased and die, and some were even shot dead. One encounter was when one of the owners went to Mexico and a pair of bandinos shot him dead. Bandinos. 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 And then until finally, Griffith, Jay Griffith, came along. You know, the guy who the park is actually named after. Well, yeah, he owned the land for quite a while. But of course, his luck was just as bad as the previous owners. Having droughts, wildfires, and massive storms that destroyed all the land's vegetations as well as killing off his livestock. In 1861, Griffith was shot but survived after one of his rival businessmen shot him outside of the old Calvary Cemetery. Griffith finally gave in to the curse and decided to give some of the land back to the city of LA. For some fucking odd reason, he shot his wife in 1903 in Santa Monica. She also survived. However, Fuck. this guy ended up in San Quentin prison where he eventually died from liver failure in 1919. Okay, So, why the premise of the story? Well, one of the encounters over in the old Los Angeles Zoo, which, I mean, we have also hiked there too. It's tiny. Like, y- you think of LA Zoo and you think of the old Los Angeles Zoo, it's no comparison. No. It's literally one stretch around. Like, think of it as like a small... Like one block, if you go from like your end of the street to the end, it's just yeah. like that. But just wow, for real? Wi- wind it around. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, didn't you guys take pictures of yeah. you guys swinging in those fucking cages? Yeah. yeah. Co- contracting <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking patient, patient zero ass viruses. True. Do whatever we can. Fuck, now you mention it like that. <laughs> Fuck. He has a point, bro. No, no point. No point. No point? Fuck okay. it. Okay. Anyways, so the old Los Angeles Zoo, it's rumored to have contained the most paranormal activity. It's have said that the sounds of the old tortured animals can be heard late at night, especially during the witching hour. Not only that, people have said to have encountered the ghost of Doña Petronia overlooking through a window through the Paco Feliz Adobe. There were also have been ghostly encounters by the merry-go-round right around where the LA Zoo is, where they hear the sounds of a man descending down the steps near the attraction and disappearing into nothingness. Okay. I have never been to that merry ground. I will never fucking go to that merry ground. Fuck that merry ground. Because, <laughs> I mean, that whole area is creepy as shit. It's been abandoned. I'm not, I think they do use the merry ground. I don't think they use, I mean, the LA Zoo area. Every once in a while, there's signs of like, oh, we do Shakespeare <coughs> here every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's creepy as fuck. Dude, it's creepy in the day. Man's going at night. Fuck that. No. Nah. There's areas where they're like completely locked in. Like, I mean, some of them have been looted and like the gates, the gate locks like have been open. People just sneak like, in there, you know, like us, way in there. hanging around, literally like swinging. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but there's some areas that are locked in, and you, it's so pitch black in there, you, you can't see through it. And you, like, you can see yeah. people who obviously have gone in and have tagged up the place, mm-hmm. but like, other than that, you're just like, well, wh- where does this lead to? Because you don't see an exit or anywhere. It's creepy. Okay, and that's the LA Zoo. Another haunted area, and I've been here, but I will never fucking sit in that place. There's this picnic table, notably known as a Griffith picnic table. Okay, 
This haunted picnic table is known as picnic table number 29. And the story goes that on uh, 1976, on Halloween night, a young couple decided to have a picnic when suddenly, what? The couple gets crushed by death by a tree that's beside the picnic table. The bodies of the couple were cremated and their ashes were scattered across the table. Shortly after, however, what asshole decided to spread the fucking ashes of the couple in the place where they fucking died? The family. I don't know why. It's weird. They're weird. They hate the. Did the family hate them? It's early enough. 1976. It wasn't that. that I'm pretty sure the Griffith Griffith Park was still shitty back then. But go on. You sound really mad. I'm mad. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you mad? If I died in fucking Linwood Park. Fucking I'm tree. spreading your ashes and in the park, And my mom and bro. dad decided to spread my ashes there. <laughs> I'm going to fucking blow a gasket in the fucking ghost world where the hey, fuck you know, I'm at. It was a couple. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like, they're probably, this is the last place. And I don't know. I think Moses has a point. Like, fuck <laughs> you. You know, like, it's like that whole thing, like, that whole Jesus Christ on the cross thing. It's like, why the fuck? Fuck! Are you gonna have him on the cross as the image of him? You're gonna like, it's you know symbolism. what I mean? No, yeah, I understand that, but like, you know, for for God, or whatever, you're respecting his son. Like, you're gonna res- memorize him being by the, the being on the cross. Like, dude, you know, like God's like, dude, you know, my son. Like, he fed people, he fucking cured people. But no, the way you guys want to remember him is by fucking his last moments on a fucking wooden cross being nailed. Like fuck you! Like that's that man. I'm mad. I'm mad. Like I got I'll you be, furious. I'll be mad as fuck. My parents did that shit. Imagine if I died here in the studio and they spread my ashes here. Nah. You'd be, you'd be ghosting up around here. Yeah, I mean, there wouldn't be no difference. I'm always in here anyways. Be hearing you shredding on your guitar. Let me come in and the freaking amp is unplugged. The guitar's still in the corner Jeez. of the room. Fuck that. Anyways. So the couple, the, the, their ashes were cremated and they were scattered across the table. Shortly after, however, strange phenomena began to occur. Legend has it that a tree trimmer was assigned to clean up the table and trim off the massive tree. As he began to trim the tree, however, the branches began to shake violently and was followed with a ghostly and eerie voice that told him, leave us alone. The tree trimmer even exclaimed that as he was leaving, his windows in his truck fogged up with the message, next time you die, as you as he drove away. Oh, fuck. See? See, they're fucking mad. They're mad. See what happens? Now you want to know what happens when you fuck the tree? Oh, I bet. Go so on. The tree trimmer was so spooked by the occurrences that he refused to go back and finish off the job. So another worker took over his position. But that was the last time his replacement was seen alive. <gasps> yeah, so that's a picnic table there. Picnic table number twenty nine. I saw it. Yeah, where's that? It? It's you know the, you know how there's an area that leads you up to the the Hollywood sign. Mm-hmm. If you go up to the left of the side, there's this white like huge wind up road, and you keep on going. And a lot of cyclists go that way. Yeah, because it's not that many hikers go that side. There's not really much to see on that side. It's just like the longer way. To get up to the the Hollywood sign, because eventually it's gonna lead you to the same path that you would have taken if you sh- would have gotten the shortcut. Yeah. And if you go up, go through that area, there's this bench, or yeah, the, the bench, and it's and you see still see the the same fallen tree there. 
It has never been touched. It hasn't been maintained. Nothing. Así está. That's how it is. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder why there's a tree still there. And every time I pass by there, without a doubt, whether it's day or, or like early in the morning or in the afternoon. Your windows, your windows fogger? No, fuck not. <laughs> you can't take a car over there. It's because it, it's closed off. The only people who could go there are just like the, the park rangers or, so, or whatever. Or like cyclists or whatever. I know you guys are talking about, about the Hollywood sign. The only... Th- Every time I, I don't know why. Every time I think of the fucking Griffith Park, I always think of the observatory. Uh-huh. I always think of that fucking on ramp where you're where you're, where you're able to park right before you go up. There. That's what I keep uh-huh. thinking, but I know that's not what you guys are talking about. Yeah, no. That's why yeah. I said like, oh, every time you drive there, that's the fucking thing I'm always talking about. You know how you have yeah. to well, cross through a tunnel, yeah, and then until you go up, well, yeah, you know, right when you cross the tunnel, there's, oh, there's a road the, that leads off to the, to the right. right. To the right, yeah. that's the road. Okay, you yeah. go through that way. That's a yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that road. I remember we parked me and Melissa, my girlfriend, were one of our like first dates. We parked all the way the fuck. At the bottom, we're like, all right, yeah, let's go. We both showed oh, up winded. Uh, you took it to the haunted place as a first date? <laughs> no, I ain't not cheap. Fuck, we went to the observatory. <laughs> but yeah. I want my first date being my last. Get the fuck right. out of here. But it, it, it always feels cold there, that whole area. Like, every time I pass by, I'm just like, I feel, I get shivers. I'm just like, why the fuck is it always so cold? The fucking coupled ghosts are just, <laughs> just blowing at people. <laughs> Their personal, your personal AC or what? Oh, goals. <laughs> Yeah, no one touches it. It's and I, I like this was before I read about the the, the picnic table because I I knew about it before, but like be, be, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's I wonder why it's like that. Like no one uses it, and no one stands around there, and no one stand, sits around there, or nothing. And then I looked up, I was looking up like haunted places, and this one popped up. I'm like, wait, what the hell? We're recording an episode on that fucking bench. We're taking our Yu-Gi-Oh cards, bro. We're dueling on that table, bro. That is that is literally Shadow Realm. That, you lose, you, <laughs> <laughs> you lose, you die. You lose, you die. You win, you also die. So you just die. Damn. You just die. So regardless, you're dead. Dead. You're dead. Uh-huh. All right. So you know how earlier we were talking about how there's always that one guy? Josh. No. Whoa. No. <laughs> he pointed straight at you, the no, one no, guy. No, no, yeah, no, he well, did look at me. I, yeah, but I, I was looking at him because I was looking to the backyard. Oh. I was looking at the backyard. Yeah, yeah, it looks like you're looking at me. But we just, <laughs> fig- but we just found out. That you're the asshole. What? Why? You're the asshole what that's that guy. What did I do? You literally had a list of fucking haunted places in Los Angeles. And every single one of them. Oh, when I went there. When I went. When I hiked. When I. So it's uh, you're that yeah, asshole. he does have a point. You took your girlfriend on a first date to a fucking haunted forest. The forest is literally called the haunted forest. <laughs> yeah. And usually when you ask who's, who's that guy in our group. It's usually the guy who's asking that question, and so you, just you gave are yourself out. But if you weren't <laughs> that, of a leg crap. <laughs> but if you weren't that guy, it wouldn't have. It would have been me because this this was like five six years ago, right? Is that a sign? <laughs> You're that guy, dude. Oh shit! I've had a leg crap like this years. <laughs> For the, obviously, you guys can't see it because it's an audio medium, but he's over here he writhing in pain. He has, a, he has a leg cramp. I put a spell on you, bitch. <laughs> you literally did. <laughs> so this was a few years ago. We were in our backyard. This was like six years ago, right? This was like six, years, six seven years ago. I remember it was a long time. It's been that long? It, it was a long time. You know how I remember it was a long time? Because we wow. were, this was right yeah, this was like five, six years ago because I remember. So remember recently that we moved in, huh? I was a freshman yeah. in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you guys, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. you were yeah. here too. 
When the washing machine? You're the washing machine. You were here. Remember? Because remember, no, I think he was. Yes, he was. It was Curtis. It was Curtis. It was Achi, and Jesse. it was one of our buddies, Jesse, who's actually here in the studio taking pictures of us. Say hi, Jesse. So we were all so we were all in our backyard because I remember we were working on a script. Remember we were supposed to make a Slender Man? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I remember that. This was a long time ago. Like, Wait, don't so, judge us. So was he? Yeah, I, Achi was I, here. I can't remember. He was it was all three of us were here. It was us three. It was our buddy Lewis. It was our buddy Curtis and David, it was Jesse. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were all in our backyard, and our backyard yeah, has this Slender Man epidemic. Was that long ago? This was a little before that. This oh. was remember we we jumped like I don't. We don't want to be that guy, but we jumped on it like right before it hit, like yeah. right before yeah. it like completely blew up. Uh-huh. Cause yeah, so we were in our backyard. We were like trying to work on a script or whatever, and then my backyard is kind of. We have two obviously we have two backlights, but they're both covered by trees. One has an avocado tree, and the other one's a lemon tree. Uh-huh. So we were underneath the lemon tree, on that table. It's not happened since. It's not happened before. But we're chilling in the backyard. We we're talking about how, you know, we're talking about, oh, how creepy it's going to be. La, la, la. You know, we were stalked on. It was pretty late. It was like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And then we had, and then the lights started flickering. I remember that. At first, it just flickered a little bit. It's never done it before and it's not done it since. But it started flickering once we started talking about that dark shit. Yeah. So we were, yeah. so it started flickering. And then the entrance to the house where we were at, that's where we have our washing machine and our dryers. The washing machine and our dryers are pretty big. And they're literally like maybe an inch, an inch, maybe two inches away from the wall because of the wiring in the back of the wall. Yeah, uh, the, the water hoses in there. Yeah, so obviously, but it's, it's still pretty close. Yeah. So we're chilling in the backyard, and then we see both of these lights start flickering. But it was like, it wasn't like a simple flickering. It was like one after the other. It was, they were like flickering, and we're like, what the fuck? And then we hear this huge thump, like loud, like if someone picked up the washing machine and threw it. It was loud, like stupid loud. And then we all got up. We all heard it. We all heard it. The The door was facing my back. Uh-huh. So I was looking at you guys yeah, yeah. when it turned around. So I see all of us get up. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. We're all going to go <laughs> fucking see this shit. What happened? Because it's inside my house. Yeah. The loud thump happens. I start walking. I open the door. And when I open the door, I look back, and you guys are all still on the fucking table. But I'm already, I'm already this far ahead, so I'm like, "You fucking assholes!" And I open, obviously the door was open, and I look, and you guys were there. Uh-huh. The washing machine was like three, four feet away from the wall. From it was, actual it was slanted out, and it's pretty heavy. Like me and my dad, like you could move it. Uh-huh. One person could move it, but they have to drag it. And if you were to drag it, you could hear. Yeah, you're obviously gonna hear the dragging noise up against the tile. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we just hear like something picked it up and threw it. And it was like three, four feet away. Like the cable was completely stretched out. Like if it wasn't for that cable, I'm pretty sure it would have hit the wall. The weird, if that wasn't weird enough, my mom heard us in the in the hallway because her room's on the opposite end of the hallway. Uh-huh. She comes out and she's like, what's what's going on? Right, the fucking thing moved. She didn't hear a thing. She didn't she hear She didn't it? hear a thing. My mom was like, nope. why would you guys move it? And it was us who heard it. My mom didn't hear it. And that and that hallway is fucking echoey shit. If yeah, you, you can hear everything. You can hear everything. You can hear like you like, because it's it's a long hallway and it's pretty wide and tall uh-huh. tiles, so everything kind of echoes. Uh-huh. So if you're wearing a, a sweater and you like brush up against it, you hear it. Like you hear everything. My mom didn't hear that. The loud that loud thump, like that metallic thump, hit the tile. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and you, I, I fucking ran up there thinking, like, all right, cool. It's like nine of us, whatever's inside. We're going to be able to fuck it up. I get to the door. You motherfuckers are all <laughs> looking at me like, what the fuck is this how, asshole doing? How is it stupid? Coast clear stupid? Yeah, but it's creepy because it, it was like six of us who heard. Yeah. You know, it's not just one of us telling the story. No, it was all of us who could, you know, retell the story. TBH, I thought it yeah. was like someone somewhere else's house like something through someone threw a bar or freaking or some mm. some brick or something fell or something like that. yeah because that's what it sounded like it yeah. sounded like yeah yeah but it was crazy yeah you're so i thought your mom was in the kitchen she was in the room no she was in her room because it was late already it was like maybe 11 12 it was yeah. late yeah. i remember it being late i remember being late because we were fucking around with uh night vision apps through our phones we had so we were t- uh yeah. yeah, so we're trying to see, like, oh, what would be the best app to use when we're going to record ourselves being Slender Man? And me and Lewis, we actually recorded, like, my brother, because my brother's tall and, and, and slim. So we actually had him put up, a, put up a tuxedo. We bought the mask. We bought the gloves. And I have the pictures in the video somewhere. So I'll probably post it up on our Instagram or wherever hey, I find it. I'm going to try to look for it so we can post it up. I know for a fact I have the picture on my Twitter, so I'll just cipher it through it and I'll... And I'll and, and I'll You'll find the picture. I'll find the picture. The pictures were, I mean, it was looking legit. Because when we recorded the video, it was kind of, it was kind of, it was a perfect moment. For, it was like a perfect mood for it because it was foggy. It was cold. It you was, could, huh? You could see our breath. And Is that why you guys are in the middle of the street or something? No, yeah. I, I was we were in, the in the elementary school. school. Dude, that shit was creepy. When, dude, so they were recording, right? And they were, you know, outside of school. I was we in had, the school behind the gate. And there's. Fucking this narrow passage between each fucking classroom. Yeah, because they were all because the, these classrooms were up against the gate. These are like Winnebago, like uh, trailer classrooms. You know, mm-hmm. the ones you could move around. And what each, you know, the elementary school by Abraham's house. Yeah, but what are they called again? Winnebago, not Winnebago's uh, trailer. Okay. Well, whatever those are, those those trailer classrooms, those bungalows. bungalows, bungalows. There you go, there those you go. bungalows. And yeah. in between this bungalow, there's like what, maybe like four feet of space. Yeah, yeah. like two people can't walk it side by side. Yeah. You know, but there's no space where you could walk through it. Uh-huh. And it was you and someone else hopped in it because I remember no, 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 no. they were just us three. It was you, Lewis, no, and me. It was somebody else because I remember two no. people hopped it. Two people hopped it for the same reason. We're like, no, we don't want my brother hopping in by himself because what if someone was a crackhead or like a bum there? I remember it was four of us. I, I'm pretty sure it was Abraham. It was, I remember there was four of us. Hmm, okay. I remember two people hopped the gate. You can't see, bro. You're slender, man. Yeah. Yeah, but it was weird. And we had him, like, in the dark-ass elementary school, like, on the other side of the fucking bungalows, fog. dressed up in a mask. I'm like, dude, if, if he doesn't get killed by a bum, someone's going to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> slender, man. Yeah, because I was, like, right at the brink of when that happened. Yeah. It was, like... It was like right at the beginning of the whole Slenderman craze, and I remember too. I remember for whatever reason we just—I think we lost the mask. We were like, "Oh, we need a bigger mask," and then none of us got able to get like back, like all of us working on it, and then it just completely died out. Or I remember we were—I remember we, I think we were gonna keep working on it, and then like, "Oh, the Slenderman came out. Oh, the YouTube series came out. Oh, this came out." We're like, "Oh, it's yeah. just kind of played out already." Yeah, we've already had that going on. Yeah. For a while. Well, speaking of ghost stories and stuff, and yeah, no, I'm not that guy. The first guy to do all this stuff. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Especially because I mean, fight. I'm not. Don't I'm, fight. I'm. I'm fighting. Embrace it. Well, until that freaking moment <laughs> happened in my house. This was when. When was it? I think I was in high school still. I was in high school and I had I still had my little weenie dog Rocky, and so that, was, that time my I think my grandpa, my grandpa passed away, and so my mom, my dad, my sisters, they all went to Mexico and I stayed because. I think I was working over the summer or something like that. So I stayed with my dog and I was taking care of my dog and I just came back from I think school or work or whatever. 
So I get back and at the time my room had this desk chair and I had like my my computer desk and all that stuff right there. And so behind me is the door leading towards the living room. And at the time we had this rocking chair, really old rocking chair. Freaking had that for at the time for like about 18, 19 years. And it's been upholstered and all this stuff. And so it's a really old rocking chair. My grandpa, my dad, like my, my mom have been notorious to sit in that chair. And so I was alone in the house, had my dog and I was doing homework or whatever. And I was facing, you know, the opposite direction to where my door was. And so when I was doing my homework, again, I was alone with my dog. All of a sudden I ate, I see my dog coming from by behind me. He's kind of like shook and he was scared. And like he, he scratches my legs so I can carry him. I'm like, I pick him up, put him on my lap, and he's still shivering. So I continue doing my, my homework or whatever. And all of a sudden I hear like a creak in the living room, like, and then I turn around. My door was still open, it was ajar. And I turn around and I see, I literally see the sofa tilting back and forth. The rocking chair? The, the rocking chair. I literally see it tilting back and forth by itself. No one's there. The windows were closed. I mean, there's nothing for it to be like possibly move it or whatever. And I just remember seeing it. And the minute I, I, I looked at it, it rocked for like two times and then stopped completely. And then I was shook. I was like, fuck that. I started blasting up fucking. At, what was it? I think it was either arsonist, get out of the girls or freaking. Who sings Welcome to Sludge City? Annotations of an Autopsy? Yeah. I was like, fuck that music right now. <laughs> and I closed the door and I'm like, I was, sh- I've never had an experience like that before. Ever. Until that happened. Ever. It's gonna be a breeze. Fuck <laughs> uh, that, dude. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not one to believe in ghost stories and stuff, but like when that happened to me, I was like, fuck it, I guess I believe now. Should happen to me. There's, We've all seen it. We've all crossed through. When you go from the studio, from the garage to my room, you have to pass through that hallway, the ho- the the upstairs hallway. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This was when we, because we owned the house. The house is an apartment in the back, on top of the garage. the The apartment in the back of the garage, right now, is vacated by my uncle and it has three bedrooms. Oh, before we owned the house, we used to be in that apartment upstairs. So, when when I would come home from late. From shows or from playing shows, I'd have to, I would have to go up the same stairway, you know, the same stairs through the garage and up to to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And there's one, and there's a window at the top of the sca- staircase that shows some light. And for the longest time, ev- for for whatever, every time you'd walk up, you'd see a silhouette of a man laying up against the stairs, and it was a perfect silhouette that like you could make out like. The, where his head is, where his shoulders were, like where the, where the, like his arms were touching his chest, like it was a completely, it was a weird silhouette. Like if someone drew on a black piece of paper with a black marker, mm-hmm. a person, like you could still make out where the, but it's still dark, it but you could still make out at the top of the stairs, at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, like so you would be looking at it from down. From yeah, I, down. yeah. So well, down up because I had to cross through it. Because remember, I was coming in to go upstairs, yeah. and the silhouette was at the bottom, and I would see it a lot. For the first few times, it was creeping the shit out of me. This was before we had smartphones. We had, like, razors or whatever, so those didn't really give a lot of light. Sure. So what I would do is, I mean, I wasn't supposed to because 
if you were to open, you know how if you had those flip phones, you had to yeah. open up the internet, uh-huh. and then the screen would go white and it'll load, and it'll take like 30 minutes for you to log off yeah. to get off the internet, but by that time you already charged like $20. True. So I would I would literally, when I would come in, I'd turn it on because the screen would go white, and that's the most I'd have light. So that I'd shine it so the silhouette would go away, and it, was, it would happen for years. Oh, I would see right. it. The razors didn't have flash on it, huh? Oh, this one didn't. If it did, my stupid ass don't know how to use it. This is the time when my brother was sharing that razor. Because my dad gave it to him, that, that pink razor we had. Pink? Oh, it was like a crimson red ra- razor. Ah. Yeah, this one, the razor was the shit. True. But yeah, so this would happen for the longest time. And then when we moved downstairs, it kind of went away. And then, you know, for whatever reason, like, we went, like, my uncle lives upstairs. You know, we're all close. We always have barbecues or whatever. And then my mom just, well, I forgot how it came up, but we just nonchalantly mentioned it. And my uncle wasn't even... In the conversation, but he overheard it, and he's like, the, "He's like, you've seen the man too," and, oh, we're, and we're like, "What?" Uh, and he talked about it, like, "Yeah," he's, and then he's like, "I thought I was just drunk, like, like sometimes I would see a man laying down." I'm like, "Yeah," but he doesn't do anything. He's like, "No, no, no it's it just," he's like, "He's like, no, it's just the way the shadows are because there's plants on top, on top of the window pane and the silhouettes of the plants come down." That's what he said. I'm like, "Dude, I used to see that shit, and those plants weren't fucking there. My mom had plants, but they weren't." Those plants, uh-huh. like what are the what are, what are the odds that fucking eight different sets of plants are gonna make the same shadow, you know yeah. whatever? But that kind of that, that kind of like brought it back. Where my uncle, oh, I'm like, oh shit! So, like, dude's back, and it's kind of not, not creepy, but it's like, shit, it's like right outside my door. But good thing I have my you know my pit bull Luna who stays in my room. But that bitch, she don't even fucking bark at anything. She look at she's like, you cool? I'm cool. All right, bye. Yeah, like if she's like she's the kind of dog where if something like let's say a monster will walk into my room, she'll look at me and be like, "Motherfucker, why didn't you warn me? What are you gonna do, son?" <laughs> no, your uncle probably probably look at him and like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take out on, I'm on." Yeah, yeah. Damn silhouettes, hate it. Um, so more ghost stories. So more than anything, Mike. Girlfriend actually had a lot of encounters that she told me. A lot of is- interesting as shit. Yeah, remember she mentioned in the last episode she had a cousin who fought a witch? Uh-huh. Or, or a witch who, who murdered his dog and now he has a personal vendetta? But she she gave me a long list, so, I mean, hang in there. And it's a little kind of... It, it's weird how it was set. Sometimes I hate technology. It was, like, kind of set in multiple parts. But I'm going to see how, how... Let's see how I can make out of it. So this is her... Her, her um, experiences word for word. So um, I think it's like a family curse. Great way to start. A pretty interesting, cool one. Also a great way to start. Where all of my dad's side of the family seems to have so many encounters with the supernatural and unexplained. So there's a house on Duncan Street. There's a series of events that occurred in my home. One night I woke up to some water in the middle of the night. So I went trying my best to be Miss 007. Because Lord knows I won't hear the end of it. I wake everyone up. So I got my water and walked back to my room. And I saw a girl running up and down the hall. And I just stood there and couldn't believe my eyes. So I closed them for a minute. And when I opened them, she was gone. So I fucking ran for dear life back to my room. This other time, my parents went somewhere and my brother and I stayed home alone. I was kicking the kitchen. Oh, oh, I was in the kitchen. I don't know why she's kicking the kitchen. <laughs> she was, was kicking, kicking the, the kitchen. kitchen. I was in the kitchen and called out for my brother for help. <laughs> I could just picture kicking everything. <laughs> <laughs> kicking everything in the kitchen. Fuck. 
you that's what I mean it's what you do, right? Typical when your parents are out. Start kicking the kitchen. <laughs> no, that's not at all what I did when my parents left. But go on. So after countless times of calling him and no response, I became really upset because she was kicking the kitchen. I was working hard on working on cooking a meal that didn't take my eyes off and of the stove and I felt that he was being so selfish. So finally I decided, fuck that. Going to try one more time. If it, if not, I'll go to his room and get his ass out here. So, I looked back and saw him walking. He still ignored me, and being pissed, I walked after him and he closed the door on me. After, I called him out the door, finally unlocked, but no one was in my brother's room. It was empty, and I suddenly felt scared. I swear, my hair stood up. Fearing for what happened, I ran back to the kitchen, screaming for my brother. He finally heard me and came running. To my horror, he wasn't even wearing the same outfit. I told him what happened and he mustered the courage to go check his room out. Still, nothing there. To this day, we don't talk about much about it much and we don't know what happened. Mustered the courage he had to. He's like, fuck, someone's in my fucking someone's room. Someone's in my room? Fuck that guy. Another time, I woke up super late at night about the time of the witching hour. That's about 3 a.m. in the case, if you were wondering. I woke up because at the time, with the strange things happening, I liked sleeping with the TV on. The volume wasn't super high or anything, but my dad would wake up at night and make sure that it's turned off. This time, it wasn't anyways, so my door isn't exactly perfectly fitted. So if anyone tries putting their ears to listen to my chisme or I to theirs, the door moves. So you always know when someone was trying to be chismosos. So my dad knocked on my door so I could turn on the TV off. But I fucked that. I wasn't trying to sleep in the dark after all that stuff that's happened in my house. So once I knocked, I heard someone run, dragging their feet. And my door moved. Now I know that it could have been the. Now I know that it could be the wind, but my window was closed and the air was off. It sounded like a little kid run, running, dragging their feet. Anyway, so once my dad gave up and went back to bed, and the same noise happened, but it came towards me. I got to my bed. Not only did I f- feel someone jump onto my bed, but I saw a little dent where it seemed like someone's body was. Now I want to share with you the occurrence of a house that till this day, I don't think could ever be in there by myself. It wasn't so much of a complete nightmare and I didn't live there, but I did spend a huge chunk of my time there. My cousin's house in Compton and was and will always be one that I can never seem to forget. The cheese man, the block goes like this. A mother and her daughter lived in the house and the daughter took care of her mother. One day during a drive by shooting, the girl was in the front and unfortunately was caught in the crossfire. Now keep in mind, my family had no idea when they bought the house. So when they moved, I was finally excited to know that they were close. By the first day I stepped into the house, I felt uneasy, but I didn't think much of it. One day I was I went to the user restroom and being paranoid of the feeling I got as soon as I flushed, I opened the door and washed my hands. I looked up at the mirror 
and saw a lady standing behind me. I didn't know. Suddenly panicking, I turned around and saw no one. I tried my best to assure myself that maybe I was just seeing things. Maybe it's just me. So I rinsed my hands as fast as I could and ran to my cousin's room and that was the first of many horrors. Another night, my cousin Nina my cousin and Nina were home alone. My cousin heard the hair blow driver go off in the darkness. My cousin said that she was really afraid considering that she clearly remembers unplugging the dryer before leaving the room. She ran to the room, shut it off, too afraid to check the cord, and to this day, no one doesn't know what happened. Another time, the same woman I saw, I saw was also spotted in the window where my uncle came home one day. Sooner or later, the neighbors started talking. They told us that the woman I saw was also spotted in a window where my uncle came home one day. Sooner or later, the neighbors started talking, and they told us that the house was haunted by the girl who was shot and killed on the property. To this day, I still remember how to more or less go to the house, and I won't dare to ever go inside. Not alone. Not ever. A lot of things happened in this house. Things got moved around. The woman got spotted and a few times. The radio volume would go up all by itself. In the end, at some point, I think we all kind of just accepted it and tried to not give much attention. So it seems to be a thing with my dad's side of the family that were, and I, where we encountered the spirit's ghosts. There's another time where I was at my cousin's suegra's house where I went to the restroom, saw a little boy go into the room. I told my cousin, and she told me that no one else was home, but that she too had also seen the little boy around the house. And once she was in the kitchen, she thought that her brother-in-law came home because she saw someone walk behind her. But once she turned, no one was there in the house, and she was completely alone. The creepiest story would have to be one about the suicide bridge. It's located in Pasadena. The story goes goes that back when the economy took a huge dive that families would kill themselves by jumping off the bridge. There's records of mo- mothers with their children or yeah, records of mothers with their children doing doing so as well. Anyway, my friends and I decided to go to the ha- to to go to some ghost hunting one night. We climbed at the bottom of the bridge and we decided to record a series of questions. We heard something in the, di- in the distance and decided to head home before the cops came. It turns out that we actually caught a voice on the recorder. Needless to say, we believe that I may have been, it may have been a lingering spirit from that time. I'm not sure if it's just a thing with my family and all these spirits have been popping up in my life since I was a child. I've grown up a liking to the thrill of knowing something walking in the dark, but the other times it's been a a bit frightening. But as much as we try to pay no attention to them, it seems to still happen. And I don't think I want in any other way. I don't think I'd want it any other way because now I have some scary stories for the kids about all the things that go bump at night. All right, two things. Talk to me. First one. Your girlfriend's been through some shit. 
A lot of shit. And on the first day, you took it to a suicide forest? No. We went to Japan? When did we do that? You went, wait, no, forest, but did you say you took on your first day, didn't you take it to the suicide forest? No, to the haunted forest, yeah, not suicide haunted. forest. My, my bad. Dad, I wish. All right, so, right, so your girlfriend's been through <laughs> some shit. Hey, hey you said Look, it's nice, right? Hold on. Hold on. So you your girlfriend's been nice. through some shit, and you're like, fuck it, let's go to the haunted forest. Just bring, you know, let's, whatever. The second thing is, Sonia, we love you. You've been nothing but amazing to us. Shout out for the energy drinks. But you're no longer welcome here because we don't want none of that bad juju in the studio. <laughs> it's a that's the, that's she been has at a your curse. house. But damn, dude, she's yeah. seen some shit. A lot of shit, dude. She was telling us too. Last week we were recording. Well, not last week, but the last episode when we were recording the All Witch episode. Uh-huh. She was telling us like, "Oh yeah, I've seen some shit," and we're like, "All right, I didn't see." She certainly has seen some shit. I think the creepiest one has to be the one her, about her brother, because she's. Apparently she's, well, I mean, according to her, her story, she saw a figure that looked just like her brother and kept on calling him, kept on calling him, no response or anything. And then he goes into his room, closes the door, and then she goes in and then there's no one there. And then she freaking freaks the freak out. She tells her brother. And, and she her tells her actual brother and he finds out that her brother isn't even wearing anything. That the whatever whatever she saw. Wearing. That's was fucking nuts. I, would fucking creep I have a buddy. I don't know if they want the story to be told but we all know the buddy and we all know his girlfriend i'll tell you guys his go- well I mean, you guys might know his girlfriend she 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 lives she her parents live around the corner from me so you you all know who i'm talking about don't mention any names i don't want to mention i don't want to give away any names because i don't want the story whatever yeah my buddy's girlfriend has a younger brother his younger brother has a girlfriend too that used to live with them at that house that lives from around the corner from me everything you know that whatever the creepy part was there was a ghost that used to live in her brother's room and this my buddy's girlfriend would see this ghost not only would they see it not only would the ghost fuck with them the ghost hated her brother's girlfriend the the brother would be laying in bed with his girlfriend and she said it's happened multiple times something would grab her by the feet and drag her off the bed there'd be times where he's holding her and the, and she gets dragged off the bed and that would wake him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it apparently became a normal thing where she's just like, "Fuck!" And she's get back in the oh, bed not again. <laughs> she's like, "Fuck!" I work in three hours. Man, stop fucking with my legs, man. That's fuck. fuck that's that, some that's scary. paranormal activity. I think I'd be shit, pissed. Dude. Yeah, I'd be, after I'd be, a while, after a while, I'd be more I'd... pissed than, than scared more I'd... than anything. The first hundred times I'd piss myself. Because I'd be scared. <laughs> but after but that, that 101, 101 time. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you think you'd be like, just finish the job. Are you just going to drag me? If you're going to kill me, just do it already. Now just you're just being annoying. Yeah. Now you're just being annoying. Wow, that sucks. Being dragged out of bed. I don't know. Fuck that. Deep memes and I, then just. With this job that I'm at, working as a teacher. Imagine getting woken up like that. I would. I would kick and scream, bro. Fuck that! I, I feel like right now it's it's ten o'clock over here. I'm sleepy as shit. Well, I'm not really because the, the rocks are kind of kicked in. Now my eyes feel dreary, but my body's like your heart's going at hundred miles an hour, but your eyes are fucking closing on true, you. True. You're gonna die of a stroke, son. True. <laughs> but like, I wake up super early. I go to sleep early to get my sleep to wake up early. So if I go to sleep right now and I would wake up, if I were to wake up, thank God's friend. If I were to wake up. Like anywhere earlier than freaking 5 a.m., 
I'd be fucking pissed. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, it's horrible. All right. All right, guys. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey, save some candy for the Halloween. Happy Halloween. And before, obviously, if you guys are hearing this, it's Halloween. We're all enjoying Halloween like everyone does. I want to ask you guys. I want to ask you guys, you two, and specifically our audience as well. A simple question. Do you guys know or have ever wondered why we say trick or treat? Hmm. I wonder if that was really a thing. They're like, well, do you really want a trick or do you want a treat? Well, that's basically that's basically it. Kidding me? No, really? for real. All right, for you, if you guys have ever wondered it, this is the answer. So the phrase is a sub. It, so the phrase was a subtle suggestion that if a treat, like candy, is given, then the child will not perform a trick basically mischief on the owner of the house. This popular Halloween custom has its origins in the ancient practices of souling or guising. So in the Middle Ages, poor people in Ireland and Britain would go souling on Halloween, which is November 1st. Souling consisted of going door to door, asking for food in return for saying prayers for the dead on All Souls Day, which is November 2nd. Guising, which is the custom which we all know is trick or, which we all know is wearing costumes, masks, or any you know forms of disguises. This began in Scotland in the late nineteenth century. Scottish children hoped to prevent evil spirits from doing harm by dressing like them. They carried lanterns made out of hollow turnips and at various homes asked for treats such as cakes, fruit, and money. Immigrants brought these local customs to North America in the early twentieth century. The term trick or treat first appeared in print in nineteen twenty seven in Canada, no one knows for sure how or why that particular term came to be. The custom of trick-or-treating started in the western United States and Canada and slowly moved eastward. The custom stalled during World War II because sugar was rationed, obviously, during that time. From the 1950s onward, however, the custom picked up steam and has been the central focus of Halloween ever since. Today, Halloween trick-or-treating is big fucking business. The National Confectioners Association estimates that over 75% of U.S. adults give out candy every year to trick-or-treaters. They also believe 64% of Americans, 64%, will go trick-or-treating or participate in some way in Halloween activities every year. As recently as 2015, Halloween candy, costumes, and related products bring in almost Seven billion dollars in revenue. You think that's why Party City is still a thing? That's, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Party City makes up more than enough to pay for like the month of October. I'm pretty sure it makes up more than yeah. enough money to last on the rest of the year. To last on the other eleven months. Do they still have those? Remember how it's Party City and there's a, a it's Halloween Club or some shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. The Halloween, the Halloween Club is only Club. open on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I lied. I lied. It's open throughout the year because there's obviously a costume party and stuff like that. But it's like stupid packed on Halloween, like the month of like right now. If you try to go, fuck, get out, get the fuck out of here. Try to find parking. I was trying to get a strange, uh, what Doctor Strange costume, but the OG one because the ones they sell at Party City. It's the yeah, it's the Marvel. It well, it's it's like it's literally a tela that's printed on with all the yeah with the, the stuff. yeah. So you're trying to buy the legit a cave Hell with the legit yeah. three hundred bucks. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So thank you guys very much. Enjoy you guys' Halloween. Ooh. And for me and everyone, well, me and the me and Auntie and Josh, the co-hosts of the Weird is Weird History Retells podcast, we like to wish you guys a happy and safe Halloween. Try not to fucking murder anybody. Try not to sacrifice any black cats. And in case, in case any of you guys were wondering when what next episode's gonna be, we pulled it out of the hat. And next episode's gonna be about the great Howard Philip Lovecraft. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy and thank you guys. And again, we are the Weird History Retails Podcast. Happy Halloween. <laughs>